Hey everybody, this is San Francisco Dam Podcast, your unfiltered podcast for Sunday, June 7th, 2020. I'm Dee Dee LaFrac, coming to you from the windy and beautiful, today it's beautiful, downtown San Francisco. Thanks for listening. All new listeners, thank you for a loyal subscribers. Some of you have listened to every podcast. I'm up to about 33 or 34 podcasts since April 4th, 2020. It's been an interesting journey, hasn't it? I like to give a, a little synopsis about who I am for new listeners. I'm not so egotistical to assume that everyone knows who I am. I am a longtime mixed media award-winning cult artist in San Francisco. I'm best known for producing a TV show for over 20 years. It's called DDTV. I guess I would be one of the godmothers of San Francisco Public Access, and I've also done award-winning film, critically acclaimed stage work, etc. I am a real Renaissance bohemian artist. Hey, everybody. So this podcast today on Sunday, which is under 10 minutes, by the way, is about a conversation that I had with some toilet attendants. And here in San Francisco, we have, the city has put toilets, they're on wheels, for the uh, street vagrants. And, you know, if you have listened to this podcast, you hear me call them junkies because the majority of the people on the streets of San Francisco are drug addicts. And a drug addict is a junkie that's someone who has lost housing, they've lost their children, they've lost their jobs because the drug has overtaken everything. So I spoke to several toilet attendants over the past week. I got some really interesting information. I'm not a reporter. I'm a psychodramatic bohemian artist. So here we go. They all told me that it is true that many out-of-towners have come to San Francisco since shelter in place. And during my conversations with these men, I saw for myself, I, I got to see who was coming up to use these bathrooms run by the city. They are usually drug addicts. And I noticed there were people that were very tanned. San Franciscans, you know, that's not us, right? Even brown people. We don't get that dark from the sun in San Francisco. There were women that were bare-legged wearing sandals. You know, that's not a San Francisco woman. There were men in flip-flops, and they were not Asian, and that's not racist. Asians wear flip-flops a lot, and most people in San Francisco are not wearing flip-flops, especially downtown. I saw for myself, most of them were out of their head, and these were people that usually would have been using the streets as their toilets. I was also told that um, the city hall is going to remove the big outrageous drug refugee camp across from City Hall on Larkin at Fulton Street. That's coming down June 30th. I don't know if this is true or not. That's what I've been told. And these guys told me that they believe the toilets are a positive thing, but they know that it's unfair to the neighborhood because you get all of these people that are feeding off of the neighborhood that come to use the toilets. Now, these are people that are they can't afford the rent in San Francisco in the first place. So when you are living on the street, you criminalize the neighborhood, which is why most neighborhoods do not want any navigation centers, which is a wise thing. For instance, the Embarcadero, a really nice place. They got a navigation center, 
they have crime waves every day. Every day something is happening bad there. Uh, there's a famous story of a woman who got attacked coming into her building and then the guy got released and then they, they rearrested him just a mess. And I do want to talk about some of the, the smug snobs that I've been seeing on social media. Now myself, I am a, a culture traveled woman. I'm not anchored to my downtown neighborhood. I have friends who live all over San Francisco. My favorite healing place is Hawaii. If not for shelter in place, I would have spent a week there swimming and healing. Again, this is to demystify myself. So there are people that actually say that nobody comes downtown. These are the smug San Franciscans who live in their little enclaves. Let me tell you something about your enclaves, your, your little uh, Laurel Village, your St. Francis Wood, your Sea Cliffs. Junkies are doing reconnaissance. I have, they, they're, junkies are going all over San Francisco on their bicycles at night. Okay, especially since shelter in place, we're now in 80 something days where they, they roam at night. They are going around prowling all these neighborhoods under the cover of darkness to see what they can steal. And these neighborhoods are not admitting that they are being hit. So they're, they're smugly saying, well, nobody goes downtown because it's so violent and dirty down there. It is true that downtown San Francisco, which is District 6, including the Tenderloin and parts of South of Market District, also known as Soma, have been used as a junkie and crime containment area. However, these, these uh, newcomers to San Francisco, they just don't want to stay in the Tenderloin. They are branching out. I've spoken about this on several podcasts, about how the Upper Hate was becoming the new Tenderloin, but the city removed this squalid drug refugee junkie apocalypse camp that was at Hate at Masonic. The city also removed an outrageous, oh my goodness, they were losing their minds at the Marina Safeway grocery store. It was it was a mess. It was pretty much like the Tenderloin. That got removed. So when people get smug, and sometimes they say, besides they say nobody comes downtown, what do you mean nobody comes downtown? Downtown San Francisco is the, is the number one place that tourists go to. Tourists go to the cable car turnaround. That's at Market at Powell. There is a big Powell Street BART where they come from the airport, they come upstairs and go to their hotel. There's Union Square. There is Maiden Lane for all the designing shop, designer um, stores. There's Ross Store, Ross Dress for Less at 4th at Market. To say that nobody comes downtown, actually it's a sign of ignorance. That's somebody who is a monoculturalist. And also a little bit racist because when you say downtown, they automatically think a black ghetto. And I, I have to, uh, again, demystify the Tenderloin. The Tenderloin is not a primary African-American community. It is Asian, Hispanic, white, Indian, and then black. It is true that a lot of poor black people do come to the Tenderloin. It seems to be... Especially some some navigate from uh, projects. They get kicked out of projects, or they come from uh, the Fillmore, and then they go down to the Tenderloin. It's like their last gasp. However, the Tenderloin is not just SRO single room occupancy hotels. It's got some pretty swank areas. 
there is a new condominium building on the 700 block of Larkin Street, 719. These condos are going for $600,000. So we, we can't continue to say, oh my God, it's just a little ghetto. Whenever you say poor, underserved people, most people think of black people. Now that's where, to me, the Northern California racism comes in and the smug snobs. Oh, nobody goes downtown. They're, they're basically saying nobody goes to that black neighborhood. Again, it is not a black neighborhood. It is a people of color neighborhood. Want to get that straight. So the toilet attendants were telling me they think the toilets are a good thing. It's less feces on the street, but we still do have feces on the street. They think that I heard the word enable. And I was really surprised. I said, this is enabling them to stay on the street. I heard that. They are being enabled because then why should they leave? It's like giving a pigeon some bread and that pigeon's like, I'm not going anywhere. So, hey, everybody. This is your podcast for Sunday, the 7th of June, 2020. It comes to you every day. I, I share my experiences as a sexist, womanist, bohemian trophy widow living in the Tenderloin. You can check me out on Twitter, and the San Francisco Dam website is coming this month. Hey, guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco, damn.